this time. Come on, kids. Let's go make your mom's dreams come true. something that is completely out of control possibly because you never know what kids are going to say when you ask them questions and today I'm going to ask them some questions about their moms and so we've just got a random group of kids that uh, we just put up here uh, this morning so you don't know what's going to be said but I want to ask you first this question guys who has the world's best mom right now tell me you okay so why, here, let me give you this microphone. Hand that back. I know this is dangerous unto itself right there. Hand that back. Why do you have the best mom? Because she's always giving us second chances. Second chances. Maybe third chances for you, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe like 300 chances. 300 chances, yes, exactly. Other thoughts. Why is your mom the best mom? Yes, ma'am. Because my mom takes good care of me. Yeah. She does, doesn't she? Uh, oh, you guys in your ahs. Okay, yes, ma'am. Go for it. Right behind you. Because every time when she's tired, she still cooks for us. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom's got mad skills in the cooking department. That's for sure. Sir, right here. Hey, I got another microphone right here. This is a yellow one. Hold on, hon, don't say anything. Yellow one's on? Talking to it? Go for it. Because she always cares for me and she's always there for me okay she always cares for you always there for you almost sounds like a poem there for a minute that was great back here in the back hand that back there she's always kind to me always kind okay right up front here i like my mom because she's uh because she's like, she sometimes gives me my, one of my favorite things. Favorite things, yes. Okay, let me ask you another question then. What are some cool things, or what's a cool thing, or what's the coolest thing your mom has ever, ever done for you? Oh, now we got hands up now, don't we? Right here. What's the coolest thing? She helps us whenever we have hard times because my dad's in the hospital right now. Right. And so we're staying with Maddie's parents. That's great. Amen. There you go. Okay, right back here. Where's that yellow microphone? Who's who's holding on to that? Okay. Here, yeah, give that to her. There you go. Go for it. I know, it's tough. You got one? All right, back here. Why don't you hand it back? Oh. Because she always cares about us. Okay, she always cares about us. No but matter I'll, what. No matter what, yes. But I want to hear a cool thing. What's one cool thing, like she rode a dirt bike with you or something like that? Or, or she ran up a hill with you or something like that? I, oh, now the hands are coming up. Yes. The coolest thing my mom told me to do was last time when I was little, she told me she was trying to show me how to do a, like a backflip. A backflip? She taught you to do it? Yeah, but, but I think she'll teach me someday, but I couldn't get it right. You time. couldn't get it? Now let me ask you, how did she do on the backflip? She did great. Oh, oh where's your mom? <laughs> oh, she's not here right now, okay. Because we were going to have her do a backflip right here for us. 
Okay, one of you guys back there. Isaac, give that right. Oh, give the yellow microphone. She let cool. Yeah, is that a big one, moms? Yeah, right, 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 yes. Right here. Um, she, um, she took my family to Europe, and not many people get to go there. We got to go to maybe six places. Yeah, no doubt about that one. Tell me all the places. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, don't tell me. Yes, sir. My mom goes to camp with me. Oh, that's a good one, huh? Now, do you like going to camp? And do you like having mom at camp? Enjoy that, mom, right now. Because that won't be very long. He'll be like, get out of here. Uh, back, uh, back in the back here. Um, once she gave me an icy. An icy? Atta girl, Karina. <laughs> right back here, Jelly. Jelly got one. Give her the mic. Hold. My mom took me to Universal Studios. Ooh. Ooh. Take that, Europe. <laughs> Just kidding. Joking. Okay. Uh, I can have too much fun with this stuff right here, that's for sure. Oh, yes, right here. She always makes me stuff like brownies and cake and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Candy and ice cream. Yeah. What about broccoli and carrots? Yummy, yummy. Nah. Sometimes. That's like once a week. That's an occasion. That's an occasion. I appreciate that. Way to give your mom up here. That's great. Your mom is where? Point her out real quick for us. Right there. Yeah. Hey, nah, I'm just messing with you. One in the glasses. Right? Yeah, we know. We got it. We got it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so who wants to tell me one more amazing thing about their mom that maybe, nope, no, no, don't say that. Nobody knows. One more amazing thing. <laughs> we can really go overboard on this one. One more amazing thing about your mom. Let's start right back here in the corner. Hand that back to her. She also took me to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> Man, she's throwing it down now. All right, right here. She always lets me go to the theme park. Yes. That's and the, jump on the trampoline. Jump on the trampoline. And go to my cousin. Right. Does it have a net around it? Okay, good. That's probably boo. why she lets you jump on it. So there you go. Boo, boo, boo. Right behind you? She gave me a raise in my allowance. A raise. <laughs> yeah. Man. Your mom is the best. Oh, one more, right behind you, your brother. <laughs> I didn't get a raise in my allowance. I'm waiting for him to say that. You can't ask your brother what your mom does. All right, right here, before, while you're thinking, Sammy, here, give, give to her right there, give that microphone. Yes, ma'am. My mom, on weekends, when I, actually on weeks, when I go home from school, she always gave me snacks, no matter if she's going to be alone. <laughs> we need your mom in here. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, do it. Go for it. Um, Put it up to the... There you go. My parents took me to Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi, yes. To visit Jackson. That's a cool place to go. It's like right next to Rice Krispie, right? <laughs> I love that place. All right. I got to see Jackson. What's that? I got to see Jackson. 
Oh, yes, Jackson's your buddy, huh? We miss Jackson. Hand that back up here. You got one more? All right, last one. Um, she always takes me for my fun after school. Yeah, that's right. That's cool stuff right there. Okay, you guys did a great job. Give them a big round of applause. All right, off the stage, go back to school. Or, uh, not school. It's always interesting what you might get from that right there. It's, uh, it's fun. I'm not even going to share what my son said about Laura one year. It, it was quite humorous, but now you're going to wonder what it is. So we did this in Colorado Springs, and Trey was up here, and we had probably twice as many kids, and they were really having a good time with it. And I said, what is one thing you really love about your mom? And a bunch of kids shared all these cool things, and Trey said, I really love my mom's squishy parts. <laughs> and poor Laura was right in the front, and I saw her just shrink down just like this. I thought, okay, well, we won't be working in Colorado Springs much longer, that's for sure. Actually, we moved to Dallas just a few months later. No, we didn't. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know what I love about doing this is it's great to hear from our kids like this. It's, uh, it's encouraging to hear their unfettered love for their moms. And I'm sure that there's probably not any of us who at any point doubted the genuineness that they had when they were sharing these things. Not one bit. Because as they're sharing, we're just thinking, oh man, kids just love their moms, no doubt about it. I don't think we could question that at all. I want to share just for a second, deviate here, and share just a few minutes here about what it means to be a mom. But more importantly, what it means to be the child of a mom. Before I do that, I want to say some quotes of, normally I, I do some quotes of famous people, and it's not that these people aren't famous, they're famous in God's eyes. But these are people who's, uh, who are either moms in here who have said these things or who have moms who have said these things to you. Go for it. Time goes by whether you do something or not. And that's Kenny Pasquetta's mom. Uh, always leave a place better than you found it. Angel Delory's mom said that. My mom's best advice came in the form of how she lived her life. Was a hard worker. And she instilled that ethic in us, and that us was her sisters, and that's my wife's mom. There are some things in life that we feel are not fair, but God just doesn't make mistakes. Felicia Godfrey, Moss's mom. If, you, if your mind becomes anxious, I love this one, start sweeping the floor. <laughs> this is uh, Terry Heisinga's mom, Betty. Be careful who your friends are. That's Caroline Liddell's mom. That's a good one for sure. Oh, why be sorry? If it's your time to go, it's your time to go. That was Sherry Centellen's mom who said that. And the last one is from Patty Schuster's mom. Love is for people, not things. That's fairly profound, isn't it? Ah, deep thoughts by Patty Schuster's mom right there. There you go. Let me ask you a question. How many of us in here would test tube babies? That's what I thought. 
I knew nobody, you know, sometimes there's always that one person that has to be funny about it, but nobody did it today. I'm impressed, impressed by this group. And so when I talk to you this morning, when we talk about these things, I am absolutely confident that we all have moms. Is that true? We're all children. And so that's in the vein that I'm speaking to us this morning. Yes, we want to share about moms. We want to talk about moms, and moms are awesome. But really when it comes down to it, when you think about moms, moms think about this scripture right here, Proverbs 31, 28. Turn there with me if you would. I'm not going to have anything on the screen this morning. You're just going to have to look it up. And really all I have is two scriptures. I'm just doing a Lord's Supper. We're going to take the Lord's Supper here in a minute. In Proverbs 31, 28, it simply says, kind of odd to hear papers turning when so many people have the PDAs now or smartphones. Proverbs 31, 28 says, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And if you look at verses 10 through 27 of that same chapter, you'll see many reasons why. And you'll understand why the scripture is in there. But for our Lord's Supper this morning, I just want to give you two big reasons why I think her children rise up and call her blessed. And the very first one is this. She has you. She has you. I want you to think back for a minute to that day. The day you were born. You remember it? You got it down? Not being a mom... I can't imagine what all of our moms felt at that moment. I can't imagine what was going through their minds, what through, going through their hearts, how they were feeling, how excited they were, how amazed they were that this thing was coming out of them, that had been inside of them. <laughs> Some of you are thinking, don't go any further, Alan. But you know, I've heard many women describe the feeling that they've had, and I once heard somebody who wrote this down and said it like this, I thought I had known love before. I thought I had loved my parents, my family, my husband, my God. But in that quiet darkness, interrupted only by my baby's cries, and the hum of the measurements from the nurses, my heart felt like it was breaking to grow enough to capture the love that I now have. It's a love so big that it scares me. It's the kind of love I'm pretty sure that would lead me to fight a lion with my bare hands or step in front of a car or a bullet or any number of crazy things. And I can't help but wonder that if I'm this full of courage, courage, courageous love for my son, how much more does God love us? Like a mother, God gave birth, gives birth to creation and knew it was good. When we turned away, our love failed. God was willing to experience unspeakable pain to bring us all into a new life. You know, I honestly can't think of a better way to describe the feelings a mom would have at that moment. 
And I'm sure if we were to take a poll of all the moms here, outside of the pain that they might have been feeling, the joy far exceeded it. But then there's number two. Because I understand that just having you isn't enough. Although some of us might think it is. It's not enough. Why? Because reason number two is you have God. She is blessed because she has you. But she is even more blessed because you have God. And I don't presume to know where everybody is in this room right now today in their relationship with God, whether you've put on Christ in your life, whether you've clothed yourself with Christ, whether you've been baptized into Christ and said, Jesus is my Lord. I don't know if that's you, but for many of us in here, we have. Thank heavens for that. And if you have, you've won. You've got the golden ticket, the prize. Because if you think about what it says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now, but now you are a people of God. You're God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And if we were to take the time to break this scripture down, wow, we could come up with a lot of great things to say. And I'm sure we've heard many lessons on this scripture or this set of scriptures alone. But in the vein of you having God and your mom being blessed because of it, this is why. You've been chosen. You have these things. You've been given these things. Not because you're amazing. Not because you've done anything to wow God. But because God is just overwhelmed with love for us. You know, when God gave you to your parents, his hope was always that they would give you back. What that meant for them or how they went about that is no doubt a number of stories that could be shared in this room. And maybe your mom was the greatest mom that there ever was. And maybe she was this great example of who God was in your life and in her life. Maybe she was one when it came to loving you and sharing her love for you and caring for you and wiping your nose and putting you to bed at night and healing the boo-boos and kissing them and listening to you when things weren't just going well and the way you wanted it, you couldn't handle it, the way that girl was on the video. Maybe she was that amazing, or maybe, maybe not. We've all got different stories to share about where we are with our moms. But I dare say this, either way, here you are. And because of that, she is blessed. She is blessed. And whether your mom knows it or not, she's blessed because you made this decision. 
You know, the thing about it is, is that just being a mom is not a one-time decision, though, is it? Every day you get up and you make that decision, day in and day out. I love that commercial where the dad walks in to the little baby, and you don't know it's a little baby, and the dad walks in and he's sick, and he says, I've got to take the day off. I need a day off. I'm sick. I can't handle this. And then the camera pans over and it's a little baby in a crib. Moms don't take days off. And the same is true with us as disciples. Every day, we have to make the decision as to whether we want to follow Christ or not. Every day when we roll out of bed and we walk down those stairs or we walk to the Bible that we're going to read or we drive to work or wherever we're going, we have, we can, we've been given that choice of whether we're going to follow Christ or not that day. Decision after decision. It's not a one-time thing. Bless you. No matter what, we make that decision. My question is, and I don't want to leave it without a little challenge, what kind of decision did you make this week to follow Christ? What about this morning? Because dads, I know, this morning was probably crazy for you. And probably this week was probably the most stressful week of your life. Let's be real about it. Dad, you know that figuring out Mother's Day is the pinnacle of challenge for you, is it not? Can I get a big amen, brothers? Because all this week you're sweating it. When am I going to get the kids so the kids can get there for mom? How am I going to do this? And how am I going to sneak out? And how is she not going to know? Because mom knows everything. She always finds out my plans. And if I charge it, I know she's going to look on the bank account and see, this is how much I paid for it. And so we're profusely sweating. We're worried. We're concerned about it. We're overwhelmed with it. No matter where you're at. We don't need to stress about it. We don't need to be overwhelmed about it. Not when it comes to what we're going to get for our wives, but what we're going to do to follow Christ. Just get up, make the decision, and do it. Starting tomorrow and the rest of the day today. And then on Tuesday, do it again. And then on Wednesday, do you see the pattern here? It makes sense, doesn't it? And I've never quite thought about it like this. But every morning that I get up and I make that decision, my mom is blessed. Not just because she has me, but because I make the decision to follow God. Right now, we're going to take the Lord's Supper. What a blessing that is. What a privilege that is. And as we pray to God, I pray that we realize that the character of God is very much manifested in men. And how strong we are. And how courageous we are. 
and how we should desire to lead. But there's never, ever a denial that God's manifestation is found very much in the heart of women and moms. In the way they love, in the way they care, in the way they nurture, in the way they give, in the way they just take care of us day in and day out. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, as we praise your name this morning, as we think about what it means to be a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen people, people of you, receiving mercy and grace, I pray that we will make the decision to follow you every day. And God, I know that there are some in here even this morning who have not made that decision. And I pray that they will do it, that they will give their lives to God, that they will give their lives to you, that they will clothe themselves with Christ, that they will be baptized into your name for the forgiveness of their sins. And even as we take this Lord's Supper right now, even as we take the juice and we take the bread that we realize the representation that it means for us, your body on the cross, your giving of your life. God, we're so grateful for moms and the example that they lead for us. We pray that we can be loving like them so that we can be like you. Most of all, God, I pray that we can be men and women who rise up and call our moms blessed. Not through our words, but through our love. We pray this in Jesus' name and the church all said.